What's going on, gang? Welcome back to another episode of Teen It Up with CMV. Hopefully that was a loud enough clap for y'all this week. Uh, anyways, Vladdy, checking in with you. Let's do our little intro thing. How you doing, bud? I'm um, pretty good. Um, I'm actually going to see a movie later tonight for probably the first time in like six months in movie theater. So be exciting to go and watch Black Panther. Uh, other than that, nothing really. Uh, it's another four-day work week for me. The greatest nice. things that have ever been invented. Um, probably going to take th- uh, Thursday from home as well. And maybe heading up to East Lansing for a friend's birthday on Friday. So it's kind of kind of getting to the weekend is my is my kind of game plan. What about you? What anything new? Anything exciting? I really uh, doing the school thing still. Um, that's heating up as I I know I said the last couple weeks. It's just uh, yeah, getting those kind of. It is nice that it's almost over, um, but it is going to be in a, uh, a tough couple. You know, whatever three four weeks I think it is counting finals since finals are like a two week long process. Um, God, this is just an app. Sorry. This is just an app. I'm, I'm going to, we'll start with Michigan State basketball. That started. Uh, Absolutely. A few topics to start with. Uh, one point loss to Gonzaga, in which they led for the vast majority of the game. Um, really got cold in the second half, had to play on five on five in transition. Looks like an Izzo team. Great. Uh, and again, here in the early, early parts of this game against Kentucky while we're recording, we're not going to be able to play five on five with these big dogs. We don't have the bodies. We don't have any big man that could body up with anybody besides Sissoko um, and lots of foul trouble. I mean, I believe Sissoko fouled out. I know Joey Hauser fouled out. Lots of foul trouble in that one. Um, tough loss, though. Yeah, not kind of going off that. Um, I think you bring up the point the bodies is a really big thing. I know a lot of people this uh, a lot of people this offseason were kind of yelling at Izzo to bring a uh, to kind of bring a big man in because, I mean, we've got three quote-unquote big guys on our roster right now. One of them's a true freshman, and that true freshman is not um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or whatever it might be, so you shouldn't expect much out of him. You've got Mati Sissoko, as you just mentioned, who his uh, his kind of biggest flaw is that He's everywhere. He's everywhere, and he gets a lot of gets a lot of fouls. And you're left with Joey Hauser, who I I'm, I'm I think this might be my uh my kind of punching bag for the Spartans this year, but I do not like him. I don't think he has ever lived up to that potential that uh was supposed to be when he transferred from Marquette with his um when when his brother left as well, and I think his brother did a little bit more. Ended up in the league was I think it was I don't know if he was first I don't know if he was an All American. He certainly wasn't first team, but I know he was an All ACC level player. What? Didn't they win a national championship with him? Maybe I don't know, but that that's not the point. The other thing is that I think um is I think we severely lack players who can kind of generate their own offense. Um, I think AJ Hogard might be the only guy on our roster who can actually go out there and like create a shot for himself, and it's not even a shot; it's actually a layup because he doesn't shoot. I was gonna say, and then the only problem with that is you take a breath of nothing when he when he goes up and tries to take a jumper because it's bricks yep. and there's a lot of bricks early on here this offense looks awful to start this game they've shot the ball poorly too they're they look even bigger than gonzaga to be honest like yeah i know they freshman as usual and they're returning the national player of the year it'll but. it'll be a long season um see i don't know if it's gonna be a long i don't think they're that bad i think it's a strong physical 
Like Gonzaga, they looked like a strong physical Izzo team, which we haven't necessarily seen the last two years. So, But you're right. The firepower is they're just not going to be able to hang with these teams they're playing early on because there is no offensive firepower. But the Big Ten is so bad this year that I do think – I think That's it's true. I think That's it's a true. tournament team for sure. But I do do I think it's another nine seed that maybe wins one game. Yeah, that's probably what this team is. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's still early basketball is one of those sports you can't you can't really kind of go off game at a time. You gotta give it weeks, you gotta give it maybe a month or you can kinda let your guys get some rhythm. But let's go to college football. Um sticking with the college this sport. This game is nine four, eight minutes into the game. This is a brick fest. I mean, hey, dude, Michigan State basketball is going to score 50 points this game. But, no, let's, let's get to football before uh, <laughs> you had um, this past week. Was it necessarily the biggest of games? You had a couple of top 25 matchups um, out west. Or actually, it was only one top 25 matchup out west. It was, uh, it was, there was a couple top 25 matchups. The other one was uh, in Texas. But you had Oregon um, go down to Washington 37-34. I believe that game was in Austin Stadium. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember, to be honest. Wherever it was, um, it was Oregon's second loss. Um, it was Bye-bye. kind of that stereotypical thing where we always say the Pac-12 is legally obligated to produce a two-loss champion. Uh, that is it. And it kind of continued with um, UCLA losing to Arizona in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Them getting their second loss. So now the Pac-12 is left with USC, which has is whose last three games are going to be Utah, Notre Dame, and then whoever they play in the Pac-12 title game. So they'll probably lose another one of those games. And the Pac-12 will continue to do that thing that we always say the Pac-12 does where they play their way out of the playoff because there is no elite program. It's just a bunch of good ones. Um, I kind of mentioned that other top 25 matchup at TCU, Texas. I know we kind of got a, a decent glimpse of that game when we were out Saturday night, but, um, kind of a very, uh, anti big 12 game, low scoring. Um, some, I don't know if it was defense or just poor execution, of the offense, but they went into, uh, they went into, uh, I don't even know what's, what's, what's the, what's Texas stadium called? Um, well, it's got to be like Texas Stadium or something. Yeah, I think it's, it's like Texas Memorial. But, um, yeah, TCU, they were a seven-point underdog going into this game. It was one of those, um, I think Vegas thought they knew something. Turns out they didn't. Um, TCU keeps our undefeated season alive. Um, other than that, though, I mean, nothing's really changed in terms of the outlook. You've still got a collision course in the Big Ten. You've got LSU who's going to play Georgia, and your playoff spots are going to be decided there. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. know, I don't, I don't have much more to add specifically on that. What about you? Is there anything? No, I've just with the Pac-12 out, it could be one of the, and you know you'll have a loss out of a non-conference, one loss out of Michigan or Ohio State. This could be one of the easiest years to pick. I think. I, I not because that fourth team is going to come down to. Michigan or, or well, the loser of Michigan, Ohio State, and Tennessee now. Yep. Um, and I think that's, in my opinion, goes to Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I, I The one thing I will say, Pac, the Pac-12 isn't officially out. We just assume they will be because USC is, they're kind of, they're walking on thin ice right now, kind of, as the season's dragged on, as the 
as the numbers have dwindled out with injuries just because they haven't had enough time to actually put together a competent, deep enough roster. And Lincoln Riley's been there for six months. It's not necessarily a knock on him. It's just what it is. Um, oh, and his recruiting class is already pretty sick for next year. Oh, yeah. No, so. I think they're going to they're gonna be a great addition to the Big Ten. And if Chip Kelly keeps rolling at USC, it's going to be fun. Um, at USC at UCLA. But, no, I mean, not really. In terms of games this week, I don't think there's anything special for college. Just kind of ended off there. It's, I mean, Michigan plays Illinois. Illinois sucks. Um, I guess there's USC, UCLA. And Utah, Oregon. Okay, I was I was mistaken on USC schedule. They they play UCLA now, and maybe that's where the uh, Pac-12 locks themselves up. But I don't, I'll give you the last kind of word on the the college scene before we kind of go to the pros, where the uh, kind of the debate is beginning to ra- uh, to rage on a certain topic. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't have much. Yeah, I don't have anything to add actually. I think uh, to be honest, we were out all afternoon. I, we caught the end of the state game. And I, I when I'm out out, I don't really pay attention to football that much. So I I, I don't know. Well, I think we touched on everything. All right, let's um let's go to the NFL. I, um I'll say let's save this let's save the Lions for last because I do think there's a great discussion there. Um, let's start with the game of the year, the uh, Vikings and Bills playing one of the craziest games I've ever seen in terms of just swing plays. I mean, the fourth downs, the fumbles, this should you have taken a safety, the overtime. It was an amazing game. Um, you had, uh, you kind of had Buffalo's kind of continued their little shaky outlook the last month of the season. Um, how much of that is on Josh Allen's whatever injury was? I think it was like a UCL strain or yeah, something in his shoulder. Whatever it was. Um, how much of that's down to that? How much of that is down to the fact that maybe Minnesota is just a good football team? I know we like to harp on them because we we play them twice a year, and maybe that maybe just the familiarity makes us think that they're not as good as they are. Or maybe it's the fact that Kirk Cousins can't win prime time. But if you play Kirk Cousins in that one o'clock Eastern slot, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, you had what would you say that's the greatest catch you've ever seen? It's gotta be gotta be pretty darn close. I want to say there was a was it the Oklahoma interception last year? Oh, the guy falling backwards with one hand. That's that's that and the Odell and the helmet catch in the Super Bowl by the Giants player are probably one, two, three, and four. Take your pick on a given day with that. I, that's one of the that that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. But I know, uh, I know someone brought it up. It was um, what was the safety doing? It's yeah, fourth, kinda, it's no, it's fourth down. Knock the ball down. He, yeah, he's going up there and he held it in place for Jefferson's I, hand. I was gonna say he he basically he basically was like a good chunk of the reason that that ball was caught was he basically oh, yeah. provided the the. Like anti gravity. Yeah, he yeah he gave Justin Jefferson three or two more points of contact with that football. I didn't understand it. It's like, dog, it's fourth down. Just bat it down. You're gonna gain fifty yards from batting it down. I will say though, he is absurd. He's Just, probably the best receiver in the league. Is objectively the best receiver in the league. Ah, uh, I don't know. You could look best receiver, receiver, probably. There's a guy in Miami that I think you could is having it is going to beat Calvin Johnson's record. 
I like, mean, you mean Cooper Cup's record? No, it's Calvin Johnson's record. For what? For yards in a season? Yeah. Cooper Cup broke that last year. No, he didn't. He didn't get it. I swear he did. All right. Google. Most. In any, okay. In any case, well, I'll, I'll let you Google that, but I, I, I agree. I mean, Tyreek is right up there. I would say maybe it's that three headed monster Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and they each kind of have their own little thing where. He didn't. He, Calvin Johnson has, uh, what is not a math guy, 17 more yards. Okay. Fair enough. One um, more game. game. Yeah. Or one last game. Yep. Fair enough. Um, no, but you know, I think with those three guys you just mentioned, each of them kind of has their own little quote-unquote party trick. I think Justin Jefferson's hands are just absurd. Who's the third one you named, sorry? Uh, Tyreek, Jefferson, and Cooper Cup. I just think Cooper, Cooper Cup's route running is stupid. Yeah, it's just it, – It's one of the – Sorry. He's just so good at getting a guy open that when he has a good receiver like, – I like to think that part of Cooper Cup's amazingness is – Sean McVay, personally. I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree, but at the same time, you look, especially the beginning of this year before the ankle injuries kind of compounded on each other with Cooper Cup, he was the only player on that team that could do any damage. They couldn't run the ball. Tyler Higby is mid. Mid. Allen yeah. Robinson is a bad signing so Wash. far. Wash. There's no Odell Beckham Jr. Van Jefferson was dead for the first 10 weeks of the season. So, no like, yeah, no, no more Robert Woods. It was just Cooper Cup running around, and he was still catching 15, 16 balls a game. And he wasn't even like that's the thing is that I'm, when I say route runner is they weren't even contested. I mean, most of them, yeah, they get it was it's incredible. It, it, it's incredibly impressive. I remember watching, um, this is a kind of maybe, I mean, in hindsight, it's a bad comparison, but I remember watching Jerry Judy in college. And you watch the routes that that guy was running, the footwork, the the body fakes, and he he had he had he had college corners in a blender. Hasn't fully transitioned to, to the NFL level four, but he's not he's not he's not a bad player by any means. But that's just that's kind of the one thing I want to say. Um, kind of your top three receivers in the league right now. But no, let's. Uh, so if you had to take one of the sorry, <laughs> sneeze. Well, I see. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, if I had to, oh, they're they're. Oh my God, Joey Hauser. I will, <laughs> I will say this team fights like all, like the, all their fouls are playing hard. All, but whatever. Sorry, off topic. But if you had to pick one of the three, uh, who would you pick? If gun to your head, I need a touchdown right now. Oh, I, God. I think it's Justin Jefferson. I agree. I think I'm going to go with, with Jefferson. It's, I mean, it's just, he's, he's him. You, you, you look back the Eagles, tr I think they traded up ahead of the Vikings and drafted Jalen Rager. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. It's an all time clip of like them, like the Vikings, like laughing. Like, yeah. They're all celebrating and you see the looks of concern in the war room. And then afterwards you see the, you see them laughing. It's like, did they really just do that? Yeah. That's funny. Where was Jalen Rieger from? Uh, TCU, I believe. TCU, he was a speedster okay. out of TCU, I think. But no, now he's uh, Viking. Yeah. Is there any other games in particular you kind of want to talk about before we get to the Lions? Or no, or was it that just was just an, talk about a couple of things I want to talk about for that game. 
Number one is the Bills have the worst, the worst coin flipping luck. I don't know who they need to like, like, you know how you like, you get bet, like betting people online and you're like, I fade them or if they're hot, you ride them. Yep. They need to like, just whoever is their normal heads or tails picker, they need to just fade and have someone else go out there and do the opposite of what he thinks. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what they need to do. Cause that's the second time in a big game, I guess you, call this a big game or not it's two good teams playing in the middle of the season um another thing about the bills is we want people want to talk about them being this giant wagon and as good as josh allen is he does make quite a few mistakes yeah three now they're (laughs) they're third in the afc east believe it or not yep uh so i I don't think it's a, a bygone conclusion this team is good they're one of the best teams in the nfl i'm not ready to say they're not I'm not ready to – if I'm a Bills fan, I'm not pushing the panic button yet. But, you know, I'm in the same room as that, as that button because you're at 6-3 and three right now. You're not the quote-unquote wagon. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be at this point. It's not the same team that I think dropped 80 points in two games to start the season and everyone's like, whoa, whoa, what is this? Right. Okay. No, um, but I think that's a perfect example. It's – um. Well, I mean, the, the AFC, also the other thing is AFC's loaded. The, these losses can be crucial. Whoever whoever runs away with home field advantage at the end, they're going to love it. Yeah. I mean, and you're, it's like, I, I don't think it's a f- unrealistic possibility that all four of those teams are in the playoffs. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of work to be done. Nice shot. But, uh, wow, he finally did something. Sorry. So, Joey Hauser? realistic possibility because I don't think the AFC West is as good as people thought it was going to be. I don't think the South obviously sucks. So, I mean, I I don't know. I, I have a hard time not I, – I like all four of those teams, to be honest. I think they're all solid. I don't think anyone besides the Bills and the Dolphins are elite. Like, I think the Jets and Patriots are simply just wild card contenders. Yep. Like I said, the AFC West is not what we thought it was. I don't think the tra- – Chargers are overhyped as usual. Um, Raiders might be the worst team in football, and the Broncos and the are not Broncos. much better. Yeah. So I don't know. You thought three of those, all three. Of those I did. Ten plus wins. Wow, what a run that was. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe, maybe one of those three ends up above five hundred this year. Um, so it does open it up a little more in the AFC East than people, I think. Um, Give the East credit for. If you want to move on to the NFC, we could talk about a division that's even more wide open. Um, let's start with the hometown boys. They're going to be the longest talk. Uh, they get another win. Uh, thank you to the Chicago Bears. I almost said punter. Kicker. Um, they do love to miss extra points. Shout out Cody Parkey. That was a field goal, but I know what you're saying. They, they just have the very bad situational misses. I thought he missed an extra point. In the playoff game against the oh, Eagles? Oh, no, no, no. I meant on Sunday. Oh, I don't think – was that Cody Park? Is Cody Parkey – there's no way Cody Parkey – No, he's not. There. Cody Parkey was a field goal. I mean, I meant – I should have said missing kicks, missing okay. big kicks. Okay, yeah, no, that – yes. They, they That's just some league. Zoom, not on the same page, both trying to dub multitask, just subliminally below par – English. No, that's all right. But no, let's. Yeah, I mean, Lions improved to three and six. Um, 
I'm still in, just like last week, I'm still in the I don't know how to feel boat. I know I've said this. I think I've said on the podcast. I've certainly said this to all my friends. If the Lions get one win out of their next two games, I mean, we assume it's you got a better chance of beating the Giants than you do the Bills, but we don't know anymore. It's the NFL. You never know. But if the Lions can get to after Thanksgiving with that kind of mini bye week, getting 10 days off between the Thanksgiving game and the next Sunday, I I would buy back into the season on the um, basis. Our schedule sucks after Thanksgiving. There, I'm it, you. It, you hear me out. Let's let's let. We're gonna read through this. I'm going to tell you that there is no after the after the Bills game. You ready for this? Jaguars at home. Okay. Vikings at home. Loss. I, I I'm not gonna sit here and auto do that. We had them beat on the road before we had us. Sure. Cool. You're now what? Five, you're you're now five and eight. Okay. Jets on the road. Well, I, I maybe, but I refuse to believe the Jets are good. I know Sauce Gardner's insane, but Zach Wilson is your starting quarterback. He sucks. Elijah Moore no longer plays football. Brees Hall is dead. I I refuse. Me too. We're six and eight now. Panthers on the road. That's a win, seven and eight. Bears at home. Um, that one could go either way. Yeah, no, and then and then you have Packers on the road, which the Packers look like they might have some life, which is an issue. Good. But but here's what I'm going to counter you with: look at all these teams right now. So you have okay, Philly, Philly, and Minnesota. They'll win their division. You got probably got either Seattle or the Bucks winning this, or sorry, Seattle. And the the Bucks probably at five and five winning their division, the NFC. Yep. The West, you're probably looking at. Where you're looking at Seattle. Or... Five and four, Seattle six and four. You're looking at one of those. And the other one is going to be a wild card team. And then you're looking at Washington's five and five. The Packers are four and six. The Falcons, who play a terrible schedule, are also four and six. The Cardinals are also four and six. Then you have the Rams at three and six. That's twelve teams right now that are all. Yes, there's twelve. Yep, there's twelve teams, and they all get. They're gonna have to do that. But you, two of those teams that you mentioned, we'd be playing. And then afterwards, I'll tell you, at nine and eight, a team from the NFC will get in. Why not have it be you? Nine and eight would require the Lions to go. I'm not a math guy. One more, uh, one more loss after Thanksgiving, assuming they split the next two games. Listen, I'm not saying I'm you beat not the Bears not. by one. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> you got outplayed, to be honest. Yeah, no, I mean I don't hate it. Not again. Um, I guess kind of where I wanted to go on the I don't know how to feel about this is the more they win the more this cools down dan campbell's seat as we all know i don't like him but at the same time he coached a pretty good game last week against the bears he he punted when he was supposed to he took points when he was supposed to it wasn't the it wasn't the 8 year old kid playing madden against his older brother it wasn't it wasn't any of that there was none of that shenanigans so i'm just kind of in the i'm in the middle ground i'm in the i don't know yeah, it's weird because they'll, like you said, the schedule they'll get two. I think they'll get two, maybe three more. 
in my opinion. I think they get about three more. So then you're looking at what six and eleven. Yeah, that's that's double. That's double. Yeah, no, that's that's an improvement that's on last in, year, and that's year three for Dan Campbell. And if, at that yeah, point, like, what that's am I year four for Dan Campbell? Can't Campbell. Oh, I, I I can't blindly give year, give away year four like that. The, but the problem is, is like you see the six and eleven, you go improvement, but it's like. Are the Lions ever going to be any better than six and eleven or seven and ten? Like, I don't know. Hey, if the Rams want to keep losing, we could still get Will Anderson and win some games on our own. I know they might get. They, yeah, they might be a freebie to getting a f- first overall pick, Joey Hauser for three. Cash it. Is Joey Hauser actually playing real basketball? That's unheard of for him. That's six of our twenty-four. Wow, what a guy! Three. No, but um. I don't know. It's an interesting situation. Um, it's pretty cool being able to you know, kind of win some games. Maybe we get to a point where the games start mattering, but I, we'll see. Um, I actually don't really have too much more to add right now. I mean, anything else you want to go to, whether it be NFL, NHL, NBA, college, is, is there something else that maybe we've been neglecting off the top of your head? Um. The wings in the NHL have cooled off a bit. Um, they're back to around 500. Uh, tough loss Saturday night in LA. They're on their West Coast trip right now. Um, other than that, I mean, we talked about the Bills. Who else did I want to mention? The Ram. We did also mention the Ram. I was going to say some say a word about the uh, the Bucks and that they're there's the Bucks and the Packers who are teams that we've repeatedly week in and week out talked down on on this podcast are teams that had one win. And in the Bucs case, it wasn't even, I guess you could call Seattle. Seattle is like the Jets. I'm not willing to call them a good team yet. They're a decent team yet. Uh, It's so funny. I know I'm getting off topic, but but the Seahawks, the Geno Smith, they basically said, uh, we're willing to talk. Uh, contract extension, basically him signing signing him to be the guy of the future. We wow. just at the end of the year, so they're basically doing what every single fan in the world is like: is like, well, Geno Smith is doing great, but like we don't trust it, we don't believe in it. So let's, <laughs> let's make sure this is true here. Let's get through a full season here. Yeah, here. I I I agree. Um, but anyways, going back to the point is they had a win in Germany. Bucks and they're five and five now, and I know it's partially because that division they're the only team five hundred or better in that division, but it's hard to see them not a playoff team now after all the struggles that they've been through. They're gonna they they find ways to win games twenty to 17, 17 to ten. Defense is still good, terrible foul, um, but anyways, that's my point. I want to make and as far as the Packers go, like you said. Lots of life there after beating a good Cowboys team. Mike McCarthy continues to be haunted by. Uh, hey, sorry to interrupt, but that's actually the first time Mike McCarthy's actually coached a Packers win in so long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the first time he's been directly responsible for a Packers win in a decade, probably. But now, though, the one thing I, I do want to comprehend that. Huh? My brain was comp- trying to comprehend the joke there for a while, and then I finally got it. Yeah, because he was their coach, and he didn't do much of coaching there. No, the one thing I didn't want to say is by the time we're speaking next week, 
we're going to be in World Cup season. Um, that's I know we don't we do next to no soccer on this. I don't necessarily blame us, but for the World Cup, it's a little bit different. I think that's something where we kind of throw uh we throw some some time to it is uh yeah as much as you here's might a, hate it. Here's a preview. No, no. I, oh, so, okay. Yeah, I'll we watch all the. Well, what time are these games going to be at? 5 a.m., 8 a.m., 11 a.m., and then 2 p.m., so every three hours. So you won't be seeing me watching any of these, unless they're on a Saturday, and that would be prime time. USA USA got any weekend games? The U.S. plays the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, perfect! So, watch you know, it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty good thing. So the U the I'll kind of preview the U.S.'s schedule first. Um, U.S. plays in six days. They start their World Cup with a game against Wales next Monday. Um, that that's that's a huge game because I mean, for those out there who are listening who might not understand, maybe you might go with the World Cup. Top two teams in each group advance, and our group is England, Wales. Iran and us. So you expect you expect to be much, much better than Iran. You yeah. expect to probably lose to England. And so Wales is kind of your de facto the kind of selling point of win this game and you're probably in. Lose this game, you're probably out. Tie this game and then you're playing. With, with Question. Fighters. Question. What is Wales? Wales is, I guess, I mean, so Wales is interesting. It's, it's in Great Britain. But for some reason, Great Britain doesn't all participate this in uh, the World Cup. As Great Britain, they participate as England, Wales, Northern Ireland, and Scotland. That's if they get that far. Which is again, and that's really odd considering for the Olympics, whether it be winter or summer, they're Great, Great Britain. Britain. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I don't understand why. Um, but yeah, so U.S. first game against Wales. Um, so I assume Wales is good then if they're. That part of the world. Uh, it's, it's a smaller country. I mean, I, right. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know the population off the top of my head, but it, it can't be more than eight, nine million people. So, you're another question them. about USA before you die, break into the schedule. Yep. I, I quickly looked over the roster, and yeah, it's for the most part your fair share of MLS guys, whatever. Uh, did see a fair amount of guys that play in big leagues, like a yep. couple of minor league guys. Are these bench warmers in Premier League? Do we have anybody that's like a legit guy in a Premier League? They, so they have they have players that play. That's the one thing that's probably the biggest shift I'd say maybe over the last decade for the United States is the players that are on the national team, the national team level, are they're in your top European league. So a lot of them go to the Bundesliga um, in Germany. I'm not necessarily necessarily sure why, but there is kind of a, that pipeline where they all kind of go there. They'll kind of I don't want to they'll kind of start their career, and then if you do well, you will find your way moving towards uh, the Premier League. If not, maybe you find your way moving towards Netherlands or Belgium. But um, no, it's there's some players, there's some guys. Uh, Leeds United has a couple, Brendan Aronson, and then I am drawing a blank on the second guy. Um, You've got Christian Pulisic, kind of your Captain America, quote unquote, for the team. Plays Billy Chelsea. Is hot. That's good to know. Um, after that, um, you've got a couple other guys. You got Weston McKinney, plays at Juventus, big, probably the biggest team in Italy. Again, you've got players. Um, there was a, oh wow, yes, there was a. Um, 
there were some injury concerns, but it seems like we kind of got lucky with it. And the guy should be good to go for, for the games, which is good. Um, again, I just think that first game against Wales is going to be so crucial because you expect to beat, like I said, you expect to beat Iran and you probably expect to lose to England. But speaking of the, we'll kind of go into the U.S. schedule, they play every four days. So the, the day after Thanksgiving, they have the game against England, which will be a lot of fun. USA, England, the day after Thanksgiving, everyone's resting. Uh, nice primetime 2 p.m. game. It'll be it'll be awesome. And then that last game's against Iran, which is kind of just like a, hopefully an icing on the cake where they can kind of take their way to the to the to the knockout stage into the round of 16. But in terms of maybe kind of an overall synopsis, not just the U.S. Um, I mean, you've got your perennial favorites: Brazil, France. Um, I would probably say that the Germans and the Spanish are not as good as years prior. Um, I think a lot of that is due to the fact they don't have kind of a a pure goal scoring forward, either of them. And in a tournament where your season, quote unquote, is seven games, you score one or two goals in a game. That's probably enough. It's not like you're not you're not I don't think you're going to see very many four threes, five fours, high scoring things. So it's. If you if you have that guy who can capitalize on a chance, it, 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 it and then that's how usually how it goes with the results. I mean, very rarely you're going to see a team get far or even win without a without a pure proper striker. So, sad say, I mean, the two favorites you've got, like you know, say it again, Brazil, you've got France, um, a lot Not of people. England? What? Not England. Um, I don't think so. Uh, but I'm also slightly biased because I hate England. So. Who's this guy in Manchester City who scores like two goals a game? Oh, Erling Holland. He's he's from Norway. He's not going to be there. Okay. Oh, they didn't make it. No, the rest of Norway is not good enough. Isn't he but, like the um, best player in the world right now? He's the most productive player in the world, but he's and he's certainly up there. I, I, I right now is an interesting thing because like you don't have that Messi Ronaldo type player who's head and shoulders above the rest. Like again, he's producing at a rate higher than everyone, but he doesn't touch the ball until the ball is in the net. Like he's the, the he's scores. that last touch, um. But you need that. I had guys that like that. I, I remember oh, guys it's that, incredibly important. Yeah, like playing hockey growing up. Like guys that were made a lot of teams that were just. I can think of a couple that were just super skilled and like really didn't provide anything defensively. Didn't play physical. Were not that great as skaters, but like just scored goals and found it, what. No, I mean. That's the objective of the game. You, right. you don't get points for almost scoring or for being in the right area with the intent to score. You got to put it in. So no, he's 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 certainly the best pure finisher right now. But no, um, other than that, I'd say a lot of people are talking about Argentina as uh, is a favorite. Kind of Messi's last hurrah. You got Ronaldo's last hurrah as well. Um, is I both their last hurrahs. Oh, hundred percent. Um. I don't buy the fact that uh, Argentina will or is that kind of top tier favorite with the two teams that I've consistently mentioned, just due to the fact that I think the squad depth is a little thin. Um, their defense in midfield is Who'd average at best. What? Would I know anyone on Brazil? Yeah. Oh, no? on Brazil? Neymar. Neymar? Okay. Yeah. Um, other than that, they don't. I mean, they, Brazil's got some really good players. It's just none of them are kind of at that global superstar status. MSU, we talked down on them about how they have no scoring, and Malik Hall and Joey Hauser have shot the lights out here. The last 
last three minutes of the second half. Good. Hey, Michigan State is again going into halftime with a lead against a top five team. <laughs> Will it last? <laughs> no, it won't. I don't know. But, Probably but... not. But here we are, <laughs> first days in a row. We're gonna go to halftime up against the top five team. <laughs> I mean, it's promising. Like I said, like it's promising. You know who I miss? Like, you know who I really just miss at Michigan State? I miss mm. freshman Gabe Brown sitting on the bench just flexing on dudes like this. Yeah. He well, was, it's, uh, who's this? Holloman? How, Holman? Oh, Trey Holloman, the guy who looks at Cassius Winston and Gabe Brown's child. Yeah. And he, well, he wears the headband and the, where's the headband like Cassius and Gabe Brown? Yep. Long sleeves like Gabe Brown. He's kind of a tall, skinny guy like Gabe Brown. But he's got the face of Cassius Winston. Yeah, he does got the face of Cassius, like that baby face. Yep. No, he's funny. Um, no, that's good for us. I mean, uh, up at the break, hopefully we can close out this one. But anything else that you would like to add before we kind of send it off um, and talk again next week? Um, not really. I'm actually, you actually got me geared up for the World Cup now. I'm gassed up for that. But, uh, the world, the, the world Are there any games on Thanksgiving? Yes. There's oh. there's four games a day for the next like for that. And they'll be in the morning too, so like I can go like like World Cup lines at noon. Yes. yes oh, you yeah. can do that. <laughs> That'll be rocking. No, it'll be a it'll be a fun time. I'll, I'll I know I'll probably take some days off work with World Cup days just because why not? Um, what uh what channel is the World Cup on? Fox. That's right. I knew that. I've been seeing all those ads with John Ham. Exactly, they love their uh, they love their little Santa Claus ads and uh, showing you Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar ads. It's so every four days. So that means the first round, twelve days ish. So about two weeks, and then how how often will the knockout rounds go? No, they continue basically daily. Um, there might be there might be one or two days where nobody's playing between uh between the knockout rounds, just because. As you kind of get less and less teams, you do kind of have to keep that balance of every team is going to play once every three or four days. And so, as- is it going to go up until Christmas? No, it's done in uh, December eighteenth. Is the final December December eighteenth is the final Sunday, December eighteenth. So it's about a month. Yeah. Okay. But that should be should be a good time. Um, if I had to throw my pick in, I would probably say I'm rooting for Croatia. Um, they're probably not going to be able to duplicate the run they had um in the last World Cup. I remember, but that is, that's not going to stop me from rooting for, rooting for my favorite player. So, big big Croatia guy in this book. Big Croatia my guy pick, in this podcast. My pinky zing, Ben. Oh, get out of here! Queen. If they're going to do it for the Queen, all right, Paige, they're going to do it for the Queen. I'm about to drop some words that'll get us demonetized. I I despise it. Just. Like the country or like all of it. Oh, okay. Like combine like just trashy humans with like the media coverage that like Michigan gets for like football. Yeah, I know that they're like that, but I thought like I don't know if you just like hated some of the guys on the team or you just hate that whole. Their whole... I, I hate the island. You hate the island. I'm from that island, man. Congratulations. Are you Irish? Yeah. Well, then you're not from the island. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> 
close. I'm close to the island. Yes, you you are indeed close to the island. But no, it's. Um, I I, I want to see absolute capitulation there. Oh, if if they want to mess around, like the other thing is, um, Wales and England, huge international rivalry. Just because I mean they're sure. na- neighboring countries. That's a game where England they on paper should have an easy route to deep into the knockouts because they got a very very favorable draw that's the one thing that's interesting about the world cup is your even your draw for the knockouts is made when you draw the groups oh the brackets are basically already made it just depends on who finishes where and based off of the way the paper looks they could waltz into the semifinals and i would hate it but what if we what 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 if we beat them? Oh, then we we if we beat them and let's say they finish second in their group, they get sent into the death bracket, and I want to into the death side of the bracket. I want to see that. Let's go. Let's make that happen. USA, USA, USA. I'd be for it, but USA, USA. um, I mean, last words for me to everybody. Um, go green. Hopefully, we hopefully the basketball team can close this one out. And then go USA in the World Cup, I guess. Last words from you, Connor. So are we going to – oh, no, you said Monday. Okay, yeah, go USA, baby. Let's go. Yeah, we'll have some some reactions for it. Let's go. Have a good one.